0: Good. Welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate. Episode 251. Uh the New York Rangers are still playing hockey. I uh <laughs> I am on cloud 9. Brownie,
1: how's it going, buddy? Good, pal. I'm uh happy for you. That was a uh that was very kind of I mean, we can jump right into the Rangers. That was very anticlimactic when they were up two nothing early. I was like I, you know. I needed that third goal
0: more than I needed anything in my life.
1: <laughs> more than you needed oxygen.
0: Oh, it was bad. It was uh, – we'll get into it in a little bit. But it, just real nice seeing the Rangers take out the whiny Pittsburgh Penguins and the Soy Boys of Raleigh, Carolina. So
1: um, <laughs> how's everything going, dude? How's your Memorial Day weekend? Good, good. We had a uh, – <clears throat> I had a nice weekend. My, uh, my wife and daughter went to uh, her parents' house for a few days so she'd get caught up on paperwork and some rest so i stayed home because as i was sending you pictures my buddy decided to um we made knives from scratch
0: oh that was cool
1: he has a forge in his garage so we did the blacksmith and forged down the steel and then shaped it and actually it's right here because i just oiled it uh where's the camera Yep. oh that's fucking cool and then this side is a little
0: does it come in and out, or does it stay out like that?
1: No, it's a fixed blade knife.
0: That's fucking cool.
1: And you can see all those, those are the hammer marks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty what cool. What did you think
0: of the experience? Did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, it was long, because <clears throat> we tried to do it with the, the, so the pieces that you put on for the handle, it sandwiches the metal, right? Okay. And the, me- the, the pieces that you put on the material, it's called scales, and they're like rectangular, rectangular in shape. Okay. And you can put there's a bunch of different ones. So I originally got ram's horn and that was going to like the curly horns piece of it. And that was going to be my handle. You had to bake it in the oven for like, an like a 40 minutes to make it soft enough to straighten and horns smell it horns are basically hair. So Imagine a house filled with the smell of slow burning hair for like an hour. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. But then we get it all together and the thing cracks. So luckily he had this other resin stuff. So we use that and it was fun. And you now actually I found out the guy, you remember the guy who did the makes his own cider? Yes. His wife was very intrigued by this because I showed her the knife and she was like, We should learn how to make leather sheaths for it. And I'm like, Yeah. She so they, so they have all the tools, and we're going to do that this winter. We're going to learn how to do like leather wallets and stuff. We're okay? gonna. She's like, we can figure it out. I'm like, sweet.
0: You guys do shit like that, just like stuff it's that all, I don't think a normal person would know how to do. But it's just, it's I don't know. Yeah, I learned like, school. It's, cool.
1: it's like all zombie preparation, zombie apocalypse yeah. preparation. But yeah, so that was pretty much my weekend, and worked on the house a bit. And what about you? Besides the Rangers,
0: I drank so many beers this weekend, dude. Like, yeah, it's. I need to kind of tone it back. I think. Uh, so what happens when the weather gets nice and I'm mowing the lawn every other day and just, yeah. Oh, I uh, saw it.
1: Didn't you put a picture
0: up? Of yeah. The lawn? I was mowing the lawn. I built like a, uh, I call it like a woodshed really, where you put all your firewood and it's kind of like a little lean to. So yep. I started building that with my neighbor. We had a giant barbecue on Saturday. Everybody came over. We had the game on outside. They won. So last night we went, I went right back to my neighbors. I'm like, we have to play the game outside because they just yeah. won. So, we did the same thing. Um, it, w- it was a really good weekend. But talk about getting dick slapped like on a Tuesday when you're, it's a Tuesday, not only a Tuesday, but a really long Monday at the same time. So, like that kind of sucked. But um, the boys are fucking playing hockey. We have so much to talk about. Let's just hop into it. Mia Culpa. Yeah, uh, oh, play, play the music, Mia Culpa. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning
1: Skates Mea Culpas with and Brownie. Okay. So, with Brown. the mea culpas, I usually keep track of it, like, in my in notes in my phone, and I didn't last week, so some of these may be repeats, and I apologize if they are. Okay. Uh, so, we were talking about Joe Thornton, why he wasn't playing. He was on the IR with an undisclosed injury. He actually got in for one game. It was game four, the elimination game against Tampa, and he played just over six minutes in the loss. So, yeah. thanks for coming, Joe. Yeah.
0: Uh, Ray Bork,
1: when we are talking about his games played, he played 1518 for Boston and 94 for Colorado. That's what got him over uh, the 1600. Uh, the hallucinogenic properties. <laughs> this is so bad. When I first wrote this down, instead of saying the scientific name for the hallucinogenic properties found in mushrooms is called psilocybin. I wrote down the stuff that makes you trip. And I'm like, wait, I can make it sound better than that. <laughs> um, you did play the Don Moore music. I don't know what happened there. Pat on my back. And this, this last one, so the Delvecchio Cup. This is what you played for in high school, yeah? Yes. So it was not named after the Detroit legend, which is Alex Delvecchio. The Cup is named after Gene Delvecchio, who grew up in Brooklyn in the 40s as the youngest of six sisters and four brothers. He played high school and prep on hockey scholarships. And he played goalie for a team called the Brooklyn Armor Torpedoes of the New York Metro League, whose home games were played at Madison Square Garden. This guy's a, a beauty legend-like. In 1944, DeVecchio joined the U.S. Army where he, uh, in the Air Corps and served in the Pacific as a sergeant and tur- uh, ball turret gunner on a B-24 and B-29 bombers. He then went to St. Lawrence University in 1948 on the GI Bill, where he played goalie for four years. During those years, he played in every single game and to this day holds the record for most saves in a period at 23 and most saves in a game at 65. Uh, Both of those games were set in a game versus Toronto in 1951. He was the captain his senior year and elected as an All-American. He's since been inducted into the St. Lawrence University Hall of Fame. Uh, After college, he was asked to join the national team as it sent a group of all-American players over to Japan to play Japanese teams to see if Japan was ready to play in the Olympics, which is kind of a cool thing, the first team they ever did that with. Yeah. Uh, In 1952, he joined the Troy City Schools as a teacher and hockey coach and later became the athletic director. He remained in this position until 1977 and then went part-time until 1988. He started the Troy Hockey Program as well as the Capital District High School Hockey League where his teams won four championships and he was inducted into the Capital District High School Hockey League's Hall of Fame. He was also inducted into the New York State High School Hockey Hall of Fame in 2000. Uh, Coach Del Vecchio, because that's what he preferred to be called, passed away in uh, 2013. But stick out for a legend.
0: Yeah, bro. Holy shit. That guy saw some shit.
1: Yeah, and I was telling you before we started recording, My I called my dad, who grew up in that area, and asked him if he knew him. He said no, but his cousin, he said, went to that school, so I reached out to my dad's cousin, which I think makes her my second cousin. And uh, she knew him as a gym teacher and a coach, and she tried to put me in touch with a former player, but I could not get a hold of him in time for the podcast. So if I find out any more about this guy, but what a legend, and that's well-deserved of having the name the trophy named after him for sure.
0: Yeah, that's insane. Like, but I
1: wonder how many kids don't know his story that play for it.
0: I, I knew he was important, I didn't know all of that stuff. Yeah, that's cool. So shout, yeah, shout yeah, out to yeah. Coach Sovekia. Yep,
1: yeah. yeah um,
0: pretty good for me to call this actually, too. While, while yep. not it, but um yep. NHL the news is kind of hop right into it, huh? <laughs>
1: hop right into it with that wide stance bender. It looks like he's going to fall over on the video, but go ahead. <laughs> I love it. Uh,
0: Tom Wilson had successful surgery to have his ACL repaired. He'll be out six to eight months. Um, I'm, I'm just going to bring this up now. So Jacob Trubin has been laying the hammer on everybody this year. Uh, he did it on Crosby. Pittsburgh Penguins fans are still fucking crying.
1: you <laughs>
0: And then game seven, he put uh seth jarvis into another dimension um clean hit. and then to add
1: insult to injury carolina didn't see it. how do you not have the awareness that jarvis wasn't off the ice and change for him
0: so soon like so soon um so pittsburgh pans every time jacob truba hit somebody now now it's like a huge thing and some fucking idiot like, I, I pretty much said there's a new section of hockey culture who hates Jacob Trubin. Like, those are the people that I cannot stand the most that I, that I don't think deserve the right to watch hockey. And <laughs> now somebody, like, brought up a fucking blog that I wrote about Tom Wilson and about how he's a scumbag. And now Disco and this fucking – I don't even know his name. His last name's Doherty coming at me about this and that and this and that. Are they just – are they just touched? Like, I, I don't understand – how they are no. they comparing Tom Wilson to what Jacob Truba does? It, it's
1: You know Disco a, is trolling. I Earth. don't think
0: he is, dude. I truly no, I don't. don't. And I just think they live in these fantasy lands, and I think that they think that, like, I, I don't get it. Every, every hit, Jake, Jacob Truba
1: hasn't really been suspended for any of these hits. Well, so, the point with the Jarvis hit was, and they said it on the broadcast, He's a bigger player than Jarvis, a bigger guy. Uh he made contact shoulder to body and then followed through. And if he hits the head on the follow-through, it's not a penalty.
0: Yeah, but it's not like Dustin Brown lighting up Andrew Cogliano. They're not that big of I mean Seth Jarvis is smaller, but it's not like a fucking seven. No, no, they were
1: just saying at that point. I don't know if you saw uh Danny Heatley on Twitter. People were going at him because he said just that. He's like Truba trucks people and they get hurt in the head from his hits. And people are like he doesn't target the head, and then other people are like he's targeting the head. And Heatley was going at both sides. Like it's not what I said. Read what I said. These people are so fucking stupid.
0: And I like I kind of wish that they could just watch like a nineteen nineties Devils game, and their heads would explode, and I would never have to deal with any of them again. <laughs> They're just so fucking dumb. It's it's wild. Um, Tampa Bay. Uh, in their last seven series clinching games, Andre Vasilevsky faced 200 shots and let in one goal. It's pretty fucking good. I mean, he, he, uh, he is the second best
1: goalie in the world. So he's pretty good. What do you, what do you have on that? No, I put that on there before that was on the document before New York beat Carolina. So that was not a shot at you. No, I just think it's we Well, we've been talking incessantly, I feel, about goalies that are crumbling under pressure. Mike, Mike Smith. Smith. <laughs> well, not only Mike Smith. Darcy Kemper's feeling the heat. Markstrom did not play like he did during the regular season. Bro, how weird is Jordan Bennington? Oh, yeah, another guy. What a but, fucking weirdo.
0: Do we have that in the doc?
1: About how with him and kadri
0: Yeah, how he, he was like interviewed today and he was talking about how um, – Oh, is that, that what – is that what Fink is like? I want to find him and slap him. Is he's that what that's so all about? weird? He,
1: he pretty I don't know. have that on there.
0: After the game, he got out of the doctor's room. He had a knee brace on. He was walking by, he was looking for a trash can. And then he saw Kadri and he oh, said yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like a moment from God. And that he, he's just a fucking weird dude. It was like that Michael Scott when he just talks and he's like, Yeah, I just keep talking. And then sometimes like I find out where I'm going halfway through. Like they, yeah. it was weird,
1: but goalies be goalies. But, yeah, so I just think that uh is one of those guys that plays bigger in the big moment so far in his career. Damn. And it's – I think that's, that's – I mean, there's a lot of goalies in the league that are technically very sound and they're proficient and they're great goalies. But to have that extra it to play big when the bright lights are on you, that's the separator for me.
0: Yeah, he's – and he's elite. I mean he he's he's the goat right now. And well, it's crazy it's the is, tale like, of Tim on the series. Mount Rushmore's with like Patrick Guay, Mario Mcdermott, and it's like they're really not that far off. Like he
1: he is fucking really good at hockey. And you you have the the two different types of series. You have go go offense in the West and the best goalies in the East. Yeah. So it'll be you know
0: it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, um, for your boy Brad Marchand underwent successful hip arthroscopy. Wow, arthroscopy and labral repair on both hips. Jesus. Yeah. Recovery times probably at least six months, which marks which puts Martian back on the ice mid-November. That's going to be a rehab and a half.
1: Yeah. I listen. I, his work ethic. I, I I mean, as as long as he's structurally sound, he'll come back better than ever. The kid, the all the kid does is work. Yeah. I mean. They had him before he was wearing the A. They had him go in and talk to the rookies. Like, when you come here, this is what it's all about. You know, you have to be the first guy here. You know, I think he he walks the walk, and, but he, you know, he backs it up. Or he talks the talk, but walks the walk
0: also. but He's yeah. fucking good. Speaking of not talking the talk nor walking the walk, we're going to talk about the Pittsburgh Penguins now. Um, they, they signed Brian Rust to a six-year $30 million extension. That's 30.75. The deal begins 2022. Runs through 2027 20, and carries an AAV of 5.125. I don't think that's a bad deal, but I don't know what this means for the future of Latang and Malkin. Um, speaking of which, at the end of the uh, media availability for the season, Malkin ended the session. Have a good summer. Hopefully, I'll see you all next year. Uh, Mr. American Brian Boyle went, under, went successful knee surgery. The procedure on his left knee is expected recovery of six weeks. Hopefully, Boyle gets well soon. But these fucking Penguins people, dude, like talk about – it's, it, uh, and the more I think about it, man, we had the Penguins and their media, crybabies, Carolina Hurricanes, fucking amateur fans. Now we're going to have the Tampa Bay Lightning, who all they do is bitch and complain. Like, the Rangers are really – it's it's the KED, like, the KED fuck you tour, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
1: I will say this. Out of the four teams remaining, I am fine with any of three of them winning the Cup. I will be fully rooting against Tampa Bay every step of the way.
0: Attaboy, a boy Brownie. Uh, I appreciate you that. Like, you're hey, you're you're a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> um Chicago in the in the wait, nope, I lied. The CHL in the WHL, the Vancouver Giants slides. Chloe Primerano in That's the twenty twenty two WHL prospect draft. She's the first first woman skater drafted into the CHL. Stick taps, tap it up. Yeah, good for her. Uh, speaking of good for her, I'm gonna say good for him, Nazim Kadri. After all those racist taunts and death threats and all that shit about Jordan Binnington, have yourself a fucking game, dude. Yep. Uh, he's playing his best playoff hockey, and it's he's not his best game option, game. period. Yeah, like I five. think he had.
1: Does he have two tonight or just one?
0: He's got a couple tonight. Uh, um, I saw
1: one for sure.
0: He had five and five for 10 points in 10 games played, four penalty minutes was a plus five, averaging 19 time on ice. Uh, Bennington was out for the series. Uh, what the Preston quote? I don't, I don't oh, know
1: that hold on. I reached out to our St. Louis writer, what and else? I said, Would you like to have a quote uh, read on the podcast between um, regarding the uh Kadri Bennington collision? And here you go, unbiased from Preston Kadri is a scumbag. I'm tired <laughs> of him complaining about minor shit after all the bullshit history he has. I love the glove to the face that Huso gave Kadri. That shit fired me up. Need more of that. So there you go from pressing our St. Louis writer. I'll
0: tell you what, Kadri ended St. Louis' uh, season, um, yeah. both with his play and the fact that as much as and as weird as Binnington is, he, he I think he's in a whole other level of goaltending than that Billy Huso kid. Um, well, yeah. right yeah.
1: Bennington got back to form like he was in 2019 during yeah. that run. Yeah, And whoso was not ready for it. Not at all. Um, and what funny that, is, with Kadri, is that he – what do they teach you, right, when you play hockey, go to the net, go to the net, go to the net. So he does, goes to the net. And I don't think he did anything – I don't think it was, it was just a bad result of a hark- hockey play when him and Bennington collided. But do you see tonight – he collided with Smith and Smith's helmet knocked off and everybody was like whoa but it was McDavid who threw him into the post. I think he knew he knows what he's doing. I think he does to a point but I I don't to think I don't think he's I don't think he's trying to knock out these goalies. I really No, don't. I
0: don't think he's trying to knock out these goalies but I think he knows yeah, I'm going to bump this defenseman and there's going to be a collision.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um speaking of collision, god, um, I'm fucking let's go. Um man, Sam Girard got knocked out of the game in the series with a fractured sternum on a hit by Ivan Barbashev. Do you think that's the most painful thing ever to happen?
1: So in in high school, I got a shot in the sternum, and on the x-ray it had a fracture. That was painful every time you breathe.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think that your chest literally just caved in? That's I don't know.
1: It all depends. Like Mine was like a hairline thing, so I don't know. Brutal. I mean, if he's not playing, it's got to be pretty bad, right? It has got, it might even be separated. Think about that. Eek.
0: No, not me. Um, the hockey world. The statue of Fred Sassakamoose. I think so. Was unveiled outside the SaskTel Center in Saskatoon facing the already erected statue of Gordie Howe. Uh, Sassakamoose. Sa- I really hope I'm not
1: mispronouncing that. Sassakamoose, I think.
0: Sassakamoose was the first indigenous player to play in the NHL studio after the Blackhawks in the 50s. He was inducted to the Saskatchewan uh, Hall of Fame in 2007 and became a member of the Order of Canada in 2018. Passed in 2020 at the age of 86. He wrote a best selling book about breaking into the NHL and what he went through called Call Me Indian, which was published last year. Yeah. Sick caps, man. That's fucking yeah. that's badass.
1: It's all about inclusivity, right?
0: Fucking badass, man. Um, Dallas had enough of Rick Bonus, uh, or no. Rick Bonas had enough of Dallas.
1: Rick Bonus had enough of Dallas, yeah. He
0: decided not to return to the Dallas bench. He was there for three seasons, a the record of 89-62-25. Stars now join Detroit, Philly, Vegas, and Winnipeg as teams need new head coaches. Speaking of new head coaches, thank you for the segment within it. this. Uh, John Tortorella interviewed for the Philadelphia Flyers
1: last week. Can we pause here, we, here for one second? Philadelphia, this is what they need is Tortorella.
0: They needed this before, and it's what's weird is – this is exactly what happened in Vancouver, pretty much. AV before was, before AV was, they got Boudreau, AV was in Vancouver, and then they brought in Tortorella. Am I making that up? Or I'm pretty sure I'm right about that.
1: Wow. That's wild. If Tortorella just falls around AV. Tortorella should have been their coach.
0: Like, You knew the AV thing wasn't going to work when the Broad Street bullies hired Elaine Bignol to be the fucking...
1: That's not working. Well, I will say one thing: uh, if uh, Tortorella becomes the head coach of Philadelphia Flyers, all you guys in your orange, white, and black jammies can let go of your Johnny Gaudreau hopes and dreams right okay. there. There's no way Johnny Gaudreau goes plays on the torch.
0: Yeah, we'll see.
1: We'll see. Did you see? I don't listen. I love Gaudreau and his game, but did you see him curl off on McDavid's goal? Yeah, he doesn't play a heavy game at all. No, well he can't physically, but is gonna have him blocking shots too, and he he's not doing that. Although he is a Philadelphia kid, so maybe I don't know.
0: The Vegas Golden Knights signed a deal with the ECHL. Savannah Ghost Pirates, one of the coolest logos in the ECHL. Seen this logo? This. Yeah, it was pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah, those are awesome. That's why I put it in just because I like the logo so much.
0: I like the names of like stuff like Ghost Pirates, Swamp Donkeys. Yeah, like, I, I, I love the
1: rabbits swamp. Is there a swamp rabbit or am I making that up? It a
0: swamp rabbit?
1: Although swamp donkeys pretty good, too.
0: I think swamp donkeys. I just made it up. So yeah, we're not going to get into it. Um, Speaking of not getting into it and hoping that thing didn't get out. The <laughs> Panthers, they went to a Tampa strip club the night before their back to back games against the Lightning. Uh, The president trophy winning team lost Sunday five to one to go down three zero in the series. And then they went out on that Monday and lost two nothing to get swept. They have scored 13 to three in the series and their game four loss to Tampa. The Panthers were shot for the first time this season. They scored the most goals in a single season in the salary cap era. And it's probably not a good look when your head coach says they have more will and desire than we do when talking about your team. Uh, I mean, that's,
1: that ain't it. So I don't know if you saw your buddy there, world hockey report, right? He put out a thing saying the cats are now kittens or something. (laughs) and. And then I I responded to him saying, oh, ironically, Kittens is the name of the strip club, right? And he was like, no way. And I'm like, no, no, I just made that up. But then I'm like, let me, it's not out of the the realm of possibility that there was a strip club called Kittens in Tampa. So I looked it up. There is a strip club called the Velvet Panther. And I so hope that that's where they went.
0: (laughs) The Velvet Panther.
1: Yeah, the Velvet Panther. I hope that's the strip club they were at with all my heart.
0: Uh, that, yeah. That, so what do you I, think
1: of that? What do you think of that?
0: I think I, – I don't know, dude. I think the fact that they were down 3-0, they probably didn't think they had a chance in hell of coming back, and that could be something that, weird or not, a boy, the boys could rally around.
1: Galvanize them, yeah.
0: Like what a documentary that would be. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking
1: yeah. of documentaries, you saw the ad for the uh, – I didn't put it in here. The Colorado-Detroit uh, yeah. thing. Oh. Yeah. That'll be good. Yep.
0: That'll be good. Speaking of good, maybe great, even elite, Igor Sturkin. He joins a group of goaltenders who have notched two apples in game six uh, when he plays Carolina. He joins Peck Rene, Jose Theodore, Jose Theodore, Tom Barrasso, and Grant Fierce, the only goalies who have done so in the NHL playoff game. Prior to game seven. This Timmy was my Brown, favorite thing. Had to say this about his goalie. Honestly, it's always great to have a goalie whose next step is only scoring goals.
1: That's like – I read that and I was like, oh, they're winning tonight. Honestly, because yeah. he said that prior to game seven.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, he – uh it's like having another defenseman back there who, who actually moves the puck better than most of your defensemen. So, it's, it's yeah. pretty nice to watch.
1: Oh, speaking of that. So we were talking, we were texting. I think during the game when you were saying, "Looking forward to the Tony D. Georgiev handshake." Yeah, they cut the feed right when they were literally shaking the hands. next one. Literally the next one. I was um, like, "You got to be kidding me!" Pissed. Stop showing fans in the crowd. Show the players shaking hands and talking. Right, that's what show, I want to see. Show the things that we that we want to see
0: that we need to see.
1: Yeah. Speaking
0: of things that we want to see or need to see that people might not know, uh. Wow, This is pretty crazy. Former owner of the Detroit Red Wings, Mike Illich, paid Rosa Parks rent for over 10 years. When Illich learned that the 81-year-old civil rights activist had been robbed and beaten in her Detroit uh, home in 1994, he wanted to move her to a safer apartment, so he established a trust to cover the housing expenses and continued paying her rent every single month until she died in 2005.
1: I, I stumbled across that and I was like, no shit. I was like, and you know what? I feel like Matt hasn't had anything to rub one out to on the podcast in a few weeks. So there you well, go. Man.
0: They say that Illich guy was a fucking absolute beauty.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like that's
0: not the first time I've heard like really good things.
1: About but him. wouldn't that, that's what you want. out of If you're going to be like, we talked, when we talked about Elon Musk and I'm not bashing him, but like Elon Musk buying Twitter and stuff, this is the kind of shit that I want to hear about. Like, if I heard this about Jeremy Jacobs, I'd be like, that's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I, uh, uh, it's now seven to five. Edmonton might be coming back. 12 goals in game one. Is is
1: Kemper still in that?
0: Uh, I don't know. I can't see. All right. 39. I don't think so. I think that's (laughs) another guy. Um, Rumor has it that the interim tag will be removed from Marty St. Louis as uh, head coach of the Montreal Canadiens, as it should be. Um, I think they played really well underneath him. Do you have anything on that?
1: No, I just, I love how they, uh, so the rumors are that they're going to remove it, and Montreal is like, oh, we're not, we're not going to take away from the playoffs. They're going to wait and announce this during the finals. I guarantee, mark it now that I said it, because that's all Montreal, man. God damn them. <laughs>
0: We, we will see. Uh,
1: Toronto time.
0: Spezza called it a career. He'll be joining the Leafs as a special assistant to Kyle Dubas. Finished it with over uh, 1,248 games played, 363 goals, 632 assists for 995 points, 604 penalty minutes. He played with Ottawa, where he was the number two overall pick in 2001, behind Kovalchuk. He spent 11 seasons with the Senators before then going to Dallas and then Toronto. Cracked the 30-goal mark five times in his 19-year NHL career. Jason Spezza. Hell of a shot. Really
1: weird laugh on that guy. Really weird laugh. Yeah. Hey, was it? No, Darcy Kemper's 32. Number 32.
0: Yeah, so 39's probably France. France, France, France
1: yeah. Yeah. 35, sorry, Kemper, 35.
0: Uh, March Giordano signed a two-year extension with the Leafs at 800K a year. I mean, that's pretty good to them, right? Uh, they Whoa. came to the table with a higher number. Per rumors, he took less so the Leafs will have more flexibility. That's fucking they,
1: sweet. They offered him 1.5, and he was like, listen, I don't need it. He's made over like 90 million in his career.
0: That's fucking cool.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: this wasn't cool. Mitch Marner no. got carjacked. Um, he was on his way to a movie. and was he approached by men wearing masks, wanting his Range Rover. Sources say while weapons were involved, no gun was pointed directly at Marner. Still pretty fucking scary.
1: Even I don't want to see Mitch Marner get carjacked.
0: Not at all. You know where you don't get carjacked is when you're living in Connecticut, driving into the city every day, playing for the Rangers. So Mitch Marner, if you ever want to play, <laughs> I was like, "Where's that going?" You let me know. Uh, Franz Nielsen retired after 925 games played with New York and Detroit. Nielsen was the first player in, in the history of the NHL to be born and trained in Denmark. I couldn't care any less about Franz Nielsen just because he was an Islander and I thought he was a giant pussy. Oh,
1: but I was like, "Where's that going?"
0: Um,
1: I mean, good oh, for he's him. Cool. He was the first one in, from the Denmark, the Danes. Uh, Do you know that I am? Uh, I am. I have uh, Danish royalty blood in my veins.
0: Oh, I could fucking tell the moment I. Yeah. Know,
1: don't I look like uh, a Dane? Yeah.
0: The moment I met you, I was like, that, that guy's a fucking Dane.
1: That guy's Danish. Yeah, yeah. he's the
0: prince. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes and ASU finally worked out a deal for the logo at Center Ice. Both the logos will be at Center Ice, but the Coyotes are permitted from including any of their other normal on-ice branding as we've seen at... Uh, Jesus. Gila? River Arena?
1: Gila. Gila, I think.
0: Uh, they are also prevented from digitally covering up the ASU logo on the broadcast. Amateur hour can
1: M I C you
0: know Yeah M O U S E I like that yeah. a lot Um Battle of Alberta Yeah let's kind of go over some series Calgary fucking blew it I'll Oh No you. no
1: this is this is the Battle of Alberta NHL in the news section
0: Yes yeah. and Calgary uh, Biz talked about Fugazis and shit. And it's Hmm. pretty ironic that his team was the biggest Fugazi of them all.
1: I don't know what it is. I love Calgary. They're my second team, my Western Conference guys. But, I mean, they have to figure it out that the regular season doesn't mean anything. They were awful. Yeah. And I I I wonder. wonder, I thought Markstrom was really good.
0: Wouldn't even think about bringing that guy on my team.
1: I'm wondering if he was hurt. But then you come into, but then you're like, would Sutter play uh, less than 100% Markstrom? You know, like that happened with Cassidy. He played Tuca when he shouldn't have, you know, a few years ago in the playoffs.
0: It was bad. But here's some tidbits Brady Kachuk was signed by Budweiser, Canada, after his performances in the Sea of Red for games one and two. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Vander Kane, in his time with Edmonton, 43 games played regular season, 12 games played playoffs. Uh, fifty-five games played total, thirty-four goals, twenty assists for fifty-four points, eighty-eight pims, and was a plus thirty-two. Monster
1: for two million.
0: Monster. Um, after the meet on Lucci chat on Mike Smith, George Rock on Twitter. Okay, Minton Oilers signed me up. Got a, Got someone to destroy. My God, what was that? This guy loves to try to be in the news anytime. Oh, George the news. The rock
1: Yeah, yeah. So did, I thought Lucic pulled up personally. He definitely pulled
0: up if he wanted to fucking hurt. Mike Smith, he would have hurt Mike. Mike yeah. Smith sold it, and I think almost hurt himself more by doing so. Yep.
1: yep.
0: Um, Leon Dreisaitl set a new Stanley Cup record with four assists in one period. It's pretty good. On, on a half an ankle. It's decent. Daryl Sutter, after game four, maybe our guys are doing everything they can. Maybe Edmonton guys are just better.
1: Kind of a weird quote. Well, I believe that Sutter, much differently than the Florida coach, I feel like Sutter was, and maybe the Florida coach was trying, but I feel like Sutter says that shit to fire the boys up. Yeah. No, I yeah,
0: don't no doubt it. Um, Connor McDavid, dude. First player in NHL history with nine multi point games. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, within the first 10 contests of a single postseason. It's pretty fucking good. He's not, he should be playing in the league above the NHL. <laughs> uh, Nikita Zadorov played through three fractured ribs. Uh, Zadorov played through three fractured ribs. He suffered late in round one versus Dallas. Pretty sure Braden Shen was also doing that with St. Louis. Fractured ribs seemed to be the thing this, this uh, postseason. You know how much
1: that hurts? I can't even imagine. Especially when you play physical.
0: Uh, Mc, Mc, Yeah, dude, because, like, can you even put a shot there?
1: A tour at all? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
0: McDavid also joined the league group when he got to the 20-point mark in nine games played. He joined Mario, Mark, Messier, Rick Middleton, Barry Pedersen, Peterson, Peterson. Daryl Sittler, who did it in nine games played, while Wayne Gretzky and Mike you were the only players to do it in eight games played, and Gretzky did that four times.
1: <laughs> Isn't that sick? It's so cool, dude. Um,
0: Calgary scored the fastest two goals, 51 seconds, started a playoff game in NHL history. Game five, the teams combined to score the fastest four goals in NHL history, 71 seconds. Um, and it was just – I don't know, man. I just don't think that Calgary really ever had a chance.
1: Well, imagine what the Calgary fans felt after game one when they scored two in like 20 seconds.
0: And how about that shot by Rasmus Anderson from the other end of the ice? Oh, I was so hoping that they were going to fucking
1: – Yeah, but Markstrom, Markstrom gave one away earlier in that game.
0: Yeah, in, you know? in a very Mike Smith way.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that when they scored those four goals, I was watching and my wife was in the other room, but it's like open, you know, you could see. And uh I'm like, oh my god, they just scored again. Oh my and she's like, What is happening? And she's like, Are you watching the thing? And I'm like, they scored four goals in like a minute and a half. And he's like, That's not normal. I go, No, that's not normal at all.
0: They, the defense is out the fucking window. Yeah, still. Um before we kind of get into the awards, I'm just trying to think of the other series that we kind of had. Rangers, we'll talk when we go to over Rangers. We touched on the Bolts and the uh, Cats. I mean, the
1: Bolts just—that was embarrassing. You yeah, talk about talk about blowing your talk about. Well, we talk about Calgary blowing their wad in the regular season. President's Trophy, what's it get you? It's a, it's a pointless thing. I think and if they're being a banner for it next year, probably. Yeah.
0: I think if the Blues had Bennington, the Blues win that series. Oh, I don't know, dude. I just. There's just something about Ryan O'Reilly, dude, and it's like uh, – Pending UFA. No, he's not. One more year. No shit.
1: They're going to have to back the truck up for that guy. As, as you should. Oh, agreed. Yeah, fucking good. Oh, imagine him on the second line with the Bruins.
0: With the Rangers, you mean? I, th- I thought
1: Crateche's coming back, dude. Yeah, um, Krejci can go to third line. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Award finalists, uh, the ones that are bold,
1: correct? Where it says new.
0: Yep. All right, so Selke Trophy, Patrice Bergeron, Alex Barkov, and Elias Lindholm.
1: Yeah, so those numbers are their takeaways, giveaways.
0: Okay, so 37-21 the- for Bergeron, 59-51 for Barkov, and 55-41 for Lindholm.
1: So I, you can make the argument that Lindholm's closer, but Bergeron's got this. I mean, it's a plus 16. You yeah, know? it'll
0: happen. It'll happen. Um, I only want to talk about this award for two seconds because – it's 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 supposed to go to the players exhibited the best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability. To me, this is who is the biggest pussy in the whole league award. I fucking hate the Lady Bing. If I was ever nominated for it, I
1: would quit hockey. Uh, well, this is the reason this is interesting to me because we talked about how you should watch what the players do during the playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. So, yeah. So you have Kyle Connor. Jacob Slavin and Jared Spurgeon, who who tried ending Pavel Bujinovich's career,
1: I think Kyle Connor deserves this. I think he plays a solid game and he keeps out of the box.
0: I want to see Slavin get it just because Carolina they'll they'll make a statue for him of oh, the, uh, mm-hmm. the biggest gentleman in the league goes to the Carolina Hurricanes. It, it's fucking soft. Uh, Jack Edwards, that's the coach of the year. Andrew Burnett, Gerard Jack Ball. Adams. Did I say that?
1: Jack Edwards is the play-by-play for the Bruins.
0: <laughs> Homeboy uh, Jack. Andrew Burnett, Gerard Gallant, and Daryl Sutter. Sutter was was asked his thoughts, and he thinks it should go to Gallant. And Gallant Listen, Segar.
1: I, I got to agree with Sutter's logic. Yeah. Gallant's got fucked multiple times.
0: Everywhere he's gone.
1: Yeah. We'll see. Um, I
0: wouldn't be surprised if Gerard Gallant wins it. I don't know when the voting comes in, but Rangers are in the Eastern Conference Finals. And pe- some people are going to have them make them the fucking playoffs. So. Florida
1: got swept and Calgary disappointed. So, yeah. Uh, the King Clancy
0: Memorial Trophy awarded to the player who best exemplifies leadership on and off the ice and made a significant humanitarian
1: contribution to his community. Getzlav, Nurse, and PK Subban. Um, I'm sure Getzlav is going to win this because he's on his way retiring. But, I mean, all these guys do an immense amount for charity.
0: Yeah. No, they really do.
1: And I um, think that's another one of those trophies. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. I'm dumping
0: the puck in. We're changing it up. Brownie, take it away. Oh, boy.
1: We got a lot here. Oh, boy. So, shout out. Start off with a sad one. Ray Liotta passed away at 67. He died peacefully in his sleep while filming a movie in the Dominican Republic. Are uh, you a Ray Liotta fan?
0: I am. And there's a reason why I called you a hundred times. And I don't. And I, I think the last time I talked to you before today I was fucked up. So, I don't remember if I told you this. I started the Sopranos. Oh, you did tell me that. Yep. Um, What a show.
1: He's not on this, apparently. I know
0: he's not, but okay. like it's related because of Goodfellas and all that shit. So. Oh, fair enough. Um, there's a
1: movie... You want to see a movie that's unbelievable, his performance? Well, there's a number of them. But there's an old movie called Something Wild, where he is... He, he's like the human embodiment of a panther. He's just like that. He, he's so dangerous in every scene and he's so like physically like confident it's he does a phenomenal job and he's terrifying in this movie okay so yeah it's a good one anyways uh Las Vegas my team Raiders quarterback Derek Carr regarding uh McJesus I'm trying to figure out who's better Connor McDavid in real life or Connor McDavid when I use him in EA Sports NHL either way they're both ridiculous not, so, wrong. not wrong but this is why Derek Carr is like a love hate because He's like, when I use him in EA Sports NHL, you know what I mean? He it's he's just such a like yeah. nerdy guy. But anyways, uh, Toronto native Mike Myers went on the Colbert show wearing a Buffalo sweater to show his love for the people of Buffalo. On the show, Myers commented that he just wanted to send some love to the people of Buffalo. They are neighbors to the south. And I was just thinking how much we love the people and want to send our love to you. Uh, Myers wore the sweater in the wake of a shooting in the Buffalo supermarket. So shout out to Mike Myers. Uh, The XFL has signed a multi-year global deal for TV rights with Disney. Uh, This is the group, the XFL that The Rock is the headline, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, This will allow uh, all XFL regular season playoff games to air on ESPN, ABC, and FX. This is just to show you how big football is. This startup league gets better TV rights than the NHL. Yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy. So talk about ruining the curve. This girl, Ohio teenager, Abby Campana from Lakeview local schools in Northeastern Ohio, graduated college before graduating high school. She <laughs> started, yeah, she started her sophomore year of high school. She started taking college credit courses at Youngstown State University full-time while in high school for the past two years. And by May, had earned her 80 credit hours and graduated with a 4.0 GPA. She got her associate degree. The college credits also helped count to her high school diploma, enabling her to graduate as valedictorian after receiving her degree from Youngstown state earlier that week. So that's just a ridiculous thing. And good luck trying to, you know how many moms in that upstate New York or upstate Ohio place was like, why can't you be more like Abby? And then uh, finally, Compared to what I was doing in high school, Yo MTV Raps is making its comeback. Streaming on Paramount Plus started last week. It originally aired on MTV from 1988 to 1995 with your host Fab Five Freddy, the original host. I don't know who yeah. the people like. They said the host now, and I have no idea who they are. So,
0: yeah, I aged out of that. I I never saw those.
1: Oh, MTV Raps was great.
0: MTV Raps.
1: Um, Dr. Dre, Ed Lover, but not the real Dr. Dre, a different Dr. Dre So, let's talk some Rangers There you go, buddy
0: um, What a series uh, The Comeback Kids Mika Zibanejad is playing really, really good hockey Chris Kreider is playing good hockey Andrew Ever since, he, playing yelled good at,
1: ever since he yelled at Zabinajad, He's been on fire Seriously, that's it's all I had to do Or or maybe since Chris Kreider threw the, threw the laptop Out of his hands or whatever that was, the tablet Phil Heedle's been great He's been unreal. That yeah. goal last night, did you hear Ferraro? That he's was
0: like, hilarious. Never mind.
1: Like, the, the, <laughs> if Yeah, the, if Carolina can get one quick, and then all of a sudden, here's he. Oh,
0: never it's
1: mind. Never mind. <laughs> all
0: time. I kind of want to make never mind t-shirts. Like, that that was poetic. Um, fuck the Hurricanes. Probably
1: sell a shitload of them.
0: I, I know you're not a Brendamore guy. I think I'm more of a Brendamore guy after playing the Hurricanes, though. I, I like his style in the media a lot. I, think he's I just don't like the crying. I
1: don't, I don't like anyone in hockey with the hands up. I don't like the palms up. I hate that. I hate it. I get that. I, see, I don't
0: think he did a ton of that in the Rangers series.
1: He did a shitload in the Bruins.
0: I think uh, Tony D'Angelo, Igor Sesterkin, I think, ended up having more points than he did.
1: Yeah, Um I saw that.
0: What a fucking rat scoring, putting the puck in the net at, on and off sides and then taking a penalty doing so. Thanks I don't
1: understand why. That's such a stupid penalty. So stupid. Have.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jacob Trubo was killing people. Keandre Miller
1: is so good. You know what I noticed about Miller in this series is his he has some quick steps. Like we know Fox, right? Yeah. Truba takes him a little more to get going. Uh, Lindgren's just a fucking warrior. Thanks again, Rick Nash. (laughs) Fuck. Um, But the thing with Miller I've noticed, those two steps, he can almost play possum with his gap. Oh, yeah. And then as the puck is – no, I can can do this in some beer league games, right? Lay off the forward and, like, lay in the weeds like a cornerback and then jump the pass. He's doing it at the NHL. Yeah. And I, the first couple of games where I watched him play, I was like, "Oh, he's out of fucking position," but I think he's doing it on purpose because he knows he can get back. You can see him evolving into a lights out defenseman as the this run continues.
0: And you see that from the kids too. Alexi Lafreniere is playing the best hockey he's ever played. Capo Yeah, but he's he's serving a
1: purpose. It's not like he's. Oh, I think Lafreniere is is gonna be like a Callahan type by the time he's all said and done.
0: I, he's shown me a lot this playoff. Uh, Barkley Gaudreau playing on a fucking broken ankle, huh? The
1: That was the difference the last two games. Gaudreau comes back. Yep. And, Lock and did shot. you watch the game last night? Do you watch the whole game? Uh, I don't – I watched most of it. Did you see
0: when Ryan Lindner got folded from behind and they didn't call a penalty? Oh, that was on a net drive, right? And he, like – no, like the Rangers took a penalty and then he went to touch the puck and I think it was Need folded him from behind.
1: Was that, the one that when he when he when they were going down uh on the net? Different and- one, different oh, one, all right, different all right. one.
0: But like so egregiously hit from behind, and then they interviewed the rules expert Dave Jackson, and he's like, Yeah, you know, shit happens pretty much. Like you think it's good hit, and it's like, what are you fucking talking about? Um Nice to see the Rangers fans show up. I'll talk about it. Actually, I'll just say that now. That's my Hero of the Week. Um, They were able to somehow get a ton of tickets, so it was nice. They were Rangers. singing the goal song. Yeah, that was fucking cool. Igor Shosturkin, after he wins, he skates over to some Carolina Hurricanes and pounds the glass and then skates yeah, yeah. away. What a fucking yeah. legend. Uh, Heedle
1: did, too. I saw Heedle did that, too, I think.
0: it's uh, the Boys are playing with a little bit of fucking swagger. And... Mm-hmm. You know, they're playing the Bolts, man, and the Bolts won the last two cups. It's gonna be a whole different ball game, but fuck we're playing with house money. I don't think anybody would think the Rangers would be in the Eastern Conference Finals. And they have the best goal in the league. They were second in the league in comeback wins. They've done it all playoff. Who says they can't do it now? And I, I think I think they're gonna so
1: it's a different yeah. they're they're up against a different goalie, obviously. Uh, I and keep hearing
0: that-, that shit, dude. Like, but there's they were still scoring goals. Wow, 7-6 with seven and a half minutes left. Wow. Um,
1: they still well, scoring. I'm just goals. saying Vasilevsky is a whole different beast. I, I mean, get he that. he's big, he's his lateral movement, he's unflappable. And in front of him is uh Headman and Captain America.
0: That that's that's where the Rangers might struggle, but I think. I don't think the Rangers are – in terms of firepower, like I know Stamkos and Kucherov are good. Like Braden Point being out is huge. Hmm. I would rather play against Stamkos and Kucherov than I would Crosby and Gensel. I think that they have better defensemen than the, te- the teams that we played with, Hedman and McDonough. Like I get that.
1: Have you seen Animal House? Yeah. Remember the part when he's like, Mitterire, dead. And <laughs> yeah. he's like naming all his people. When we start talking about like the guys I want true with a truck – Kucherov dead, Kalorn <laughs> dead, Maroon dead. Basically, it's everyone, every forward outside of Stamkos and Corey Perry. I would like to see crumpled. So I'm. This is just off the top of
0: my head. Igor Sisterkin's is 26. The following players are 24 years old or younger.
1: Oh, the Rangers. Yeah.
0: Adam Fox, Ryan Lindgren, Braden Schneider, Phil Heedle, Kapokako, Alexi Lafreniere. Am I missing anybody? Keandre Miller. That's a lot of fuck. That's a lot of young talent, dude.
1: I think their average aren't they? Their, their team average is like twenty seven. They said or something. They're the youngest team in the NHL. That's I
0: think a lot of young talent that are getting in some good games and they're not crumbling, dude.
1: Nope. And to yet, me, that. that's
0: the thing. They 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 never give up. Like, I, we'll see again. It's a whole new different ball game. You have uh, Vasilevsky and you have guys that have won the cup two years in a row, but. Just means they're due for a loss. Um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Patty Maroon and Ryan Reeves, as as I think we should be. Um, But yeah, so that's that's kind of what I have on the Rangers. Uh, Rangers in five. There
1: you go. All right.
0: Rangers in five. Could you imagine if the Rangers won in five games?
1: (laughs) Are you going to try to go? You going to try to go to a game?
0: Not this round. If they make the Stanley Cup final, I'm going to a game. All right. Have to. I'll. I'll fucking. I'll open up a new credit card. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I have to.
1: Yeah, no, dream no, they so were in sure. with
0: 2014.
1: Um. Since the Bruins were eliminated, and I stumbled across this whole thing about Bergeron, I just thought I would do a little uh, Bergeron appreciation for my Bruins oh, segment.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay. So he
1: is one of the three finalists for the Selkie this year. Uh, and that's only the 11 straight season in a row that that's happened for him. <laughs> he won in 2012, 14, 15, and 17. Uh, since his debut in 2000, the season 2003, 2004, Bergeron is among five centers to win 10,000 faceoffs. Crosby, I'm, glad you,
0: I'm glad you just brought face faceoffs. The Rangers are 41.8% at the dot in this
1: playoffs. Well, the, the Carolina, the, once they started winning the faceoffs, then the series turned on that too. Uh
0: huh.
1: That was very – they are very – Carolina was very good against Boston. Rangers can't
0: lose 41% of the face-offs against Tampa.
1: No, they cannot. Um, All right, so the other centers to win 10,000 face-offs, Crosby, Kopitar, Taves, and Koivu. Bergeron has the number one for total wins with 14,139, also number one for winning percentage of face-offs at 57.7%. It's ridiculous. Think about it. And then on Cassidy, they asked him if uh, this might be Bergeron's best defensive season yet. He said, quote, every year the nerds come up with new stats and he excels in those too. So.
0: <laughs> the and then my
1: only other bit of Bruins news is I'm sure you've seen David Krejci with our boy Pasta I bopping sent it around. Yeah, I yeah, know. I was talking in general, bopping around, check, having beers on a little beer tour. And, you know, doing the whole, Dave, just come back to Boston, Krejci. Now, I understand what they're doing, and they're getting buzz and everything, but there's no way that Patsunak, Krejci, Bergeron, Marshawn, Don Sweeney all don't know what's going to happen. Don Sweeney might know, but all the players are definitely talking to each other.
0: My thing is, is if Krejci wasn't coming back, if I were him, I wouldn't want somebody, like, even bringing that up.
1: Right, and, and he really, would be like
0: Pasta, just don't post that. But like, right. I don't know. But what
1: I mean. also, Pasta could be that buddy that you're like, don't post that, and he's like, no, 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 I won't. And then he's posting everything. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, who knows? But be- listen, Pasta got won that bronze medal for them in the third period. He spearheaded that whole comeback, so- and the fact that he's over there with him. Listen, I, I'm never gonna say never with my boy Crage. So
0: the boy Crage. <laughs> Um they have right. that's with our Rangers and Bruins. I didn't play beer league, played softball today. I'm gonna try to get back to the gym tomorrow morning. I signed up for a fucking class. I'm so stupid. Um, <laughs> so I gotta be up early for that. It's gonna suck. But do you have anything for beer league hockey?
1: I played last week. Feet, knees feel feet, uh foot and knees feel great. Uh we had a nice turnout. We have two more skates before we head north of the border to go for the national championship. That'll be cool. In a league that I would love to tell you about, but they declined to sponsor us. So are I you will... playing? Yeah.
0: Okay. That's all yeah. I was just making sure. Oh yeah. Um that'll be sick. Yeah. Uh playoff matchups again. Colorado one and six. You nailed it. I was wrong. S- Sucky kid. Uh Edmonton one and five. We were both wrong, but Kenton was correct. So shout out to our boy Kenton.
1: Kenton was every time, every time we send him the graphic, he puts like a comment back like the Oilers are going to prove you guys wrong. <laughs> it's uh yeah
0: uh Florida Tampa Tampa one and four I was right you were wrong, Rangers one and seven I was right you were wrong somehow I ended up, not bad I was two and two
1: and you were one and three, yep. All right, what do you got for the conference finals? I Final don't gamble. Uh, Colorado Edmonton. So this is like I said in the thing. This is the matchup everyone wants in the West. The brightest stars, the NHL are playing in front of two goalies that have had up-and-down runs who were both yanked in game one. Yep. Uh, will Mike Smith turn into a pumpkin? Yes, he did. Can Darcy Kemper shine when the pressure ramps up? He no, he is. can't. Those <laughs> an- Those questions have been answered today. So it comes down to who's got the depth scoring, right? The same thing we talk about with the Bruins. And when I say that it's it's fairly even, especially if they split up McDavid and um, Dreisaitl, and especially as Dry Saddle is getting healthy. But the problem is Colorado's defense chips in like a uh, second line on a regular team chips right. in. That's a good point. And I just think Colorado is going to outgun them and it's going to be Colorado and six.
0: Colorado and six. So in my perfect world, Edmonton would win and the Rangers would have to play Edmonton.
1: Um, Well, see, now when we pick stuff, that's how I look at it. And I'm like, ooh, who do I want the Bruins to win? So I went one and three. So pick with your head, not your heart.
0: My head is saying Colorado in six. Is that what you said? Yeah, same. I think so. I mean, unless McDavid just fucking goes off. He's not going to
1: be able to, though.
0: It goes back to the same thing. They don't have defense and they don't have a fucking goalie. Every year. Yeah. Stop me if you've heard it before. (laughs) It's fucking But I'm sure Kenton will pick fucking Edmonton in six. You know what? I'm fucking changing my answer. Edmonton in six. I'm going with our graphic guy, Kenton, that one for you, buddy.
1: Um, And then what do you got for the other series? Uh, Edmonton six. I'm just writing it down. Uh, I said in this, I could fully root for the Rangers against these fuckers from Tampa Bay. Then I'd say I'd pay money to see Trubo run through these whiny fucks like a hot knife (laughs) through butter. So there you go. But the question is, can New York solve Vasilevsky? We'll see the two best goalies remaining square off. I said I'm leaning Tampa because I feel like I think it's going to go seven. And I think I'm leaning. The only reason I think I might be like hesitating is because I'm still looking at it through the prism of the Bruins. And I'm like, well, the Bruins lost to Carolina and the Rangers beat Carolina. So the Rangers must be really good. But I probably should admit that the Bruins were way outgunned, and they were very lucky to make the playoffs. So I'm going to have to stick with my guns. I'm going to have to say Tampa in seven. I'm sorry. I don't want it to happen, but that's what I think is going to happen. It's fine. Bet
0: against us. Rangers in five. Oh, just went wide. Uh, seven, six. Minute four, uh, minute 49 left. The Colorado's up. Rangers in five. Seven, six? Seven, six.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Rangers in five games.
1: I wrote it down. So the moral of the story is, in the Western Conference, bet the overs. Bet the overs. Uh, Dominic Moore, heres and Zeros. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. Hey, before we do this, okay, I think this is the appropriate spot. I think we need to say something about Texas. Okay. I think it was horrible. I think we should acknowledge it. We should hope for everyone to just – Try to do better, politicians, people, just something needs to be done in my opinion. I'm not I'm not saying get rid abolish the second amendment. I'm not saying turn in all your guns. I'm saying you don't need these giant capacity right uh weapons of war. Buddy,
0: I think we've been doing this podcast for long enough, and I think that you know that our political um, leanings probably go different ways. I'm also not a fucking idiot. This is ridiculous. Like, fourth graders should not be afraid to die when they go to school. Like, it's insane. It terrifies me with my daughter. terrifies me. It's insane to me. And what infuriates me is this happens. The hardcore left fucking go off for about two weeks talking about how this is bullshit, this and that. They stop talking about it. And two months from now, it'll happen again. And it'll be the same fucking thing over and over and over again. How has, how has there not been at least one little thing put in place to try to prevent this? Like, that's my well, biggest thing. It's like.
1: There is something that's been tried to be put in place, but McConnell's been holding it up for five years or something ridiculous.
0: It's, in, it's insane to me.
1: Um, What's insane to me is the amount of money that. The, the amount of money that the NRA dumps into these political funds and buys and sell these guys. I mean, there was a shooting and that weekend, the, NRA, the some of these politicians were speaking at a fucking NRA rally. I mean, it's, it's to, so tone deaf. I
0: think, just- uh, I don't think you should, I, I don't think you should take guns away. I think if you take guns away, that's when shit gets real fucking hairy with government and all that to- sort of shit. But. There needs to be a better background check. There needs to be, maybe you got to take a mental health fucking exam. It's to common get
1: sense gun laws is like, what I'm after.
0: And it, it's not hard. No. Like, that's not hard, and it doesn't take a lot of fucking effort to go do show something along those lines. Because <laughs> kids should not be dead.
1: No. I was arguing with someone uh about Brad, it. You know me. I Like,
0: you know I'm, like, kind of a fucking psycho when it comes to, like like, political type shit. I can recognize this is not right. No, it's it's not right. You're trying to defend experience. it,
1: saying you need these high capacities for hunting. I'm telling you right now, if you need a 30-30 bullet mag, whatever you call it, for hunting, you're a shit-fucking hunter. That's like, you know, fishing with hand grenades. I mean, give me a break. This just terrifies me as a parent. It's like you go through anger and sadness, and I just, and like the stories about these. The cops not going in because they didn't want to get shot. And then the feds having to force their way in and, and, and mom, some mom climbing the fence to get her kids out. And there was a dad who was a medic and he didn't find out his daughter was shot until he was treating another girl who was covered in blood. It's just horrible, 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 horrible. Yeah. So I just feel like we needed to address it. And the Buffalo shooting was equally horrible. It just wasn't children. You know, it's still, and there was another shooting like a few days ago, where only five people got killed, which is, to say, only it's something like that. It's, yeah, it's gut wrenching. So, yeah. I, I we had to mention it. I just didn't know where, and I just feel like if we're going into the heroes and zeros and the three stars, we can we can pull it back up. You know, yeah. Sorry, they didn't mean yeah. to derail no, us.
0: No, 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 no. I already, I pretty much already said my hero and zero. My hero were the Rangers fans showing up in Carolina. And my zero are the fucking Pittsburgh dickheads. Um, what do you, what do you have for your heroes and zeros?
1: I do not have a zero this week. I'm going positivity. Yeah, uh, this was cool. So <clears throat> my hero is Todd Angeli, the uh, anthem singer for the Boston Bruins. He showed up. Uh, so Jimmy Hayes, the former NHL player, tragically passed away a year ago. That was a year ago, which is insane. Um, he has two kids, Bo and Mac, and they have a knee hockey rink in their basement. Uh, a little over a week ago, uh, the Bruins anthem singer Todd Angeli showed up uh, and performed with uh, the older brother, Bo, Jimmy's brother, Kevin, and uh, I don't know if he's still playing, but a four, uh, NHL, AHL player, Paul Carey, and the three stood at attention while Angeli performed. He sang the anthem, did the fist pumps, and then, uh, you know, Played around with the kid a little bit, and uh, just a nice moment, you know, for a family that listen for all their blessings, they traded all to have Jimmy back. I'm sure, and to be able to do something nice like that for the family and the kid was just, it was a nice moment. And so, he was in a suit and shit, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he was totally decked out. Yep. And listen, I don't. Someone was like, oh, he got paid for doing that. Doesn't fucking matter if he got paid or if he didn't. He did it, and he didn't have to. So. Yeah. And he's probably getting paid. And what a
0: fucking whiny little cunt you are if you're like, oh, we got paid. Like, well, I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, what are no, <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Just, I'd be willing to wager he didn't get paid.
0: Who? I don't care if he got paid or he didn't get paid. Why but is that a big problem? Thing?
1: Everyone likes to make themselves feel oh, better by pulling God. other people down. So, so oh. Todd, Angel, you're my hero of the week, buddy. Right. And if you want to come on the podcast, we'd love to interview We'd love to
0: have him on here. Uh, we have one more segment, three stars. All right, Jim and Mike,
1: thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, so that video, I'd rather see the guy fall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you hate it. Uh, I would love to see the guy fall better than that. Stop.
0: So, all right. Top three non-hockey rivalries.
1: So this was based on, we said, because the Battle of Alberta, the Battle of Florida, we said we need to do some rival r- – such a hard word – rivalries. And I said let's do for, for the pod, we'll do top three rivalries, uh, non-hockey. And then as uh, Memorial Day is the unofficial kickoff of summer, or maybe it's official, I don't know, uh, we should do um, – signs of summer or things about the summer you, you know, like, you know, and I didn't want to take away from Memorial Day and to thank the people for their service, you know, but, so I didn't want to trivialize it, but I thought we made it like a summer thing. It would be better. So.
0: I'm good with that. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I loved your text too. You're like, I know and understand the three stars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my, my third star. Which one what are we're you gonna do. doing? I'm, we're going to do non-hockey robberies.
1: Go ahead. Nicki
0: Minaj and Cardi B.
1: Ooh. I
0: fucking love Nicki Minaj. And if I ask like I ask, that's one of like the first questions I ask people when I first meet them I'm like, yeah, i pick one. Um if they say Cardi B, I pretty much have that person figured out. So, um without Incredible. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Megan Thee and Doja Cat, none of those guys would even have a career. So, uh I'm a bar Nicki Minaj third star.
1: Fair enough. I like that one. Uh so I went historic <laughs> Uh you got like the Civil War, you could do you could do England versus like er- England was a douche to everybody. So but what I did is I went with the Hatfield and McCoys, which is oh. probably the most famous feud. So, and this was over uh land uh disputes after the Civil War, and it went generations and I think it went on for like a hundred years, it might still be going on for all I know. So they had
0: like a TV show on that on the history channel it was kick ass.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I
0: think Tim McGraw was in it.
1: It was good. It was really. He's good. in every like historic cowboy type yeah, thing. Isn't he?
0: Yeah, um, that was a good one. Oh, there you go. Uh, blue cheese versus ranch.
1: Oh, good uh, one. Um,
0: I like this. I like dipping things into ranch, but like if you're eating chicken wings, it's blue cheese, and you can't be eating your chicken wings with ranch.
1: Fair enough, man. That goes in line with mine. Mine is iced versus hot coffee.
0: I'm an, I never have hot coffee. I'm always iced coffee.
1: I never have iced coffee. I always have hot <laughs> coffee. <laughs> the yin my <laughs> yang. Yeah, that's uh, it, man. That's funny.
0: That's a good one. And then my number one star in honor of Memorial Day, the United States versus anybody who ever even fucking thinks about fucking with us. There you go. Uh, shout out to all the the servicemen and women that, you know, they, they did the ultimate sacrifice and they have a lot more balls than anybody pr- that i know really so you see um, that uh
1: that the the picture going around it's like you can enjoy this beach because they spent a day at this beach yeah yeah it shows a storm in normandy yeah i often
0: often wonder if like uh like the grandparents and great parents when they were storming normandy if they knew that what's society's turned into like these tiktok kids with like green and purple hair and cross earrings like if they would still do it (laughs) If <laughs> they'd be like, Am I do I really want to go fucking You're do good. this while You're good. while these fucking assholes are like complaining about fucking the dumbest shit ever? Like, <laughs> you know, but uh sh- I mean shout out to anybody, uh shout out to all the Americans and fuck off to anybody who wants to cross us. So
1: there you go. So my I have an honorable mention and it's all sports related. You got Red Sox Yankees, yep. Celtic Lakers. I was
0: gonna put Red Sox Yankees, but
1: and then my number one, of course, is Raiders versus the NFL. So those are those are the three. But then, my number one star is actually three number ones because they are all cartoons.
0: Okay, Wiley Coyote,
1: Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner is my number one.
0: Uh, Tom and Jerry
1: is my number two. And this one <laughs> had some spinach. Popeye. Popeye and Bluto. Those are my number. Those are my top. Those are my all combine and make my number one star is a good one dude yeah my daughter loves tom and jerry the old ones and i just turned her on to roadrunner coyote and she's a big fan
0: um not really related to this it's not a cartoon but it is a show do you see the new season of stranger things came out
1: uh buddy my wife was away i was working on a knife during the day there you did all I did was at night was watch TV and smoke weed. Yeah, and did you watch it? I I have gone through Stranger Things. You're all uh, caught up. You watch the new ones.
0: I watch the new ones. I'm on like episode two or three. I keep falling asleep, so I gotta. find And
1: one. not only that, but I also watch Shorzy.
0: Okay, so thank God you brought that up. Give us,
1: give us a, uh, what you think? I enjoyed it very much. Okay. Because. What it does is, Shorsy was like a one-dimensional character on Letterkenny. Yeah. And then towards the end of Letterkenny, when they showed him... Remember when Wayne was driving the Zamboni? Yeah. And, and they kind of like... Yeah. They showed him working out. Wayne's like, respect. Right? Yeah. So then you're like, oh, this guy's a decent dude. Well, in uh, in Shorsy, it really fleshes him out as a character. And, you know, the chirps are still the, all there. They're pretty
0: fucking good. I like when he's reffing. Oh, you've seen it? Okay. No, I only saw a clip. I don't have Hulu. I only saw a clip, and it's uh, it's like who who wants one more? I'm only taking one of you.
1: Yeah. And that's so
0: funny because that's such a fucking ref thing to say while being such a dick. Like it's. It's I'm really excited to watch it. It's a great.
1: It's a great. So they did it into. I think they're doing two parts. I think they released six episodes. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I watched them all. Uh. Yeah, it, was, I was, it I was. was
0: Terry Ryan in it. Oh, he's great. Yeah,
1: cool. He's probably so him. There's him and three or four other guys that Shores brings in. I'm not gonna give away anything, but they're all they're all really good. Some of them you may recognize from Letter Kenny. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's I mean, it's, wait, is Mar-
0: it's, is Morasti Mar- in that?
1: Maybe I don't. I don't. Well, remember. I'm pretty so, sure
0: Morasti's. I didn't look
1: up all the names career. of everybody.
0: No, like Morasti, he was a fucking psychopath, like ECHL, AHL. It played a few games in the NHL fucking fighter that used to just No no, but
1: him. I didn't I didn't look up the actors' names Not to see yet. who they w- were I just recognized um uh who'd you just ask me Harry about on. yeah I, I recognized Terry Ryan by him, you know. How'd RA do? So he's in two scenes. The first one you could tell was that he said that they filmed it the first day. He was—he's not a professional actor, right? No. It's not what he does. Yeah. But but the second thing he was in, you could see he was much more comfortable. I thought he had a fine job. He plays himself, so cool. I mean, tough to fuck that up, right? But he did a good job. The show's great. The he, it's so funny, you know the one liners. It's very quick witted and fast. And yeah, I enjoyed it. And like I said, it go it went great with my insane in the membrane because uh there was a few mornings I woke up and the front door was locked. That's how high I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: you, uh, do you watch with subtitles on?
1: Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't have a problem with the accent.
0: I don't have a problem with an accent, but I do watch with the subtitles on like Letterkenny specifically because they say shit so fast. Yeah. And like if you watch it without it, like you still understand it's laugh, but if you have it with them on you, it's like a whole nother like, I feel like I watched it
1: multiple times anyway, so it doesn't really matter, you know. Yeah. And there, this one, there is some, there is a lot of French speaking, so there are some subtitles, anyways.
0: And speaking of doing something multiple times, let's do our other three stars. <laughs> um, the top three <laughs> times. segue. Segway. Um, I I did pretty good today. Um, my third star, drinking on a weekday and wondering how that happened. So, this has been happening quite often, especially. So, I'm, I've got my neighbor fully hooked on the Rangers. I uh, never really grew up watching hockey. Um, but this is he's the guy been, that
1: flew down and drove back with you, right? Yeah.
0: And he's been coming over. And, like, I go to his house and we watch it outside. Hook, line, and sinker, dude. But the thing is, is, like, normally when I watch the Rangers, I'll have, like, waters or Gatorades, and I'll just hang out and shit. But when I'm with him, we have a beer here. We have a beer there. Next thing you know, it's 1130. 30. The Rangers won, you're outside doing push-ups and you've had like fucking eight twisted T and like five Mick Ultras, and you're FaceTiming every girl on your phone trying to say hi and what's up. So it, it's it's uh on a Tuesday. So it's uh it's it's definitely different, but uh I like it. That's that's a sign the summer's here. So drink it on the weekday and not realizing how that happened.
1: So I am much more of a fall person, like well, me too. I love the fall. And I was telling my wife that I'm like, I need a third star. And she, she's like, well, you know, I'm like, I, I what are my signs of summer? I had two. I told her my two. I go, I need a third one. She goes, you could say the end is something you look forward to a summer. And I'm like, no, that's kind of shitty. She goes, oh, I got it. Yeah, but the As end of summer marching. is awesome. No, I know. But she goes, oh, I got it. As she was walking away, she goes, Gold Bond. And I'm like, you're right. Gold Bond is my number three star of the summer. because
0: yeah. I, I need it.
1: Put that on in the morning. Woo. Ready Need to go. It. Need so there you go. That's my number three star.
0: Uh, my number two star is mowing the lawn and then hopping in a body of water, whether it be a pool, nice. lake, shower. There's nothing better because when you get done mowing the lawn, you are just, you feel so fucking gross. But at the same time, in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm going to get clean and it's going to be a next level clean that I haven't felt in a while.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, mowing the lawn, taking a shower. I mowed the lawn this afternoon. Uh, So my number two. Is you come out of the summer skate, the rink's cold, you walk outside, you get hit with that heat yep. where it's yep. like you get punched in the face. Yeah, you walk over, you put your bag down, and you reach in that cooler and grab that ice cold, bud heavy. Yeah, that is the best beer you'll have. It's
0: it's fucking it, it, you have the moisture on the outside of the can because it's so hot outside. Oh, but yeah.
1: when you pull it out, the ice is melted, so it's in oh, that it's icy perfect. water. Yeah, oh, it's the best. You know, you know taste the first half of it, it's so good. Yeah,
0: that, that's also a good one. Uh my number one star I haven't gone yet this season, but I fucking love the drive-in movies.
1: Oh, good one.
0: And I'm really hoping they got top gun playing on that because I heard that that a lot of people are saying that this top gun's actually better than the first one. He
1: Insane. learned how to fly a fucking plane to do the Insane. stunts. Insane. What a human and- they get these jets like forty feet off the fucking ground. You know how low forty feet is? Yeah. He's insane. I mean, <laughs> I hope I don't ever see him splattered on a on a you know some of these stunts. I love watching him. He's a fucking, fucking weird dude too.
0: He's like into yeah. that Scientology bullshit and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, but like he might be weird, but he dude he has like all different types of plane licenses, boat licenses, his real estate license, like. He has like a thousand different types of license. That's like his thing.
1: So my buddy's wife ha- does an uh, uh, annual event for, I, I probably shouldn't say for who. So she does his annual event and there's always like <laughs> a, some big stars there. And he came one year. Cruz was like being honored or something. And uh, shows up on a motorcycle, leather jacket, helmet. They're like, oh, you want to take your coat? And he's like, no, nope, no, nope, I'm good. I'll, you know, I'll just keep it with me. Had helmet. helmet. And the way he was moving, she uh, thought he had a gun, like, for protection. Just by the way he was kind of posturing. But everyone she introduced, or he introduced, everyone that got introduced to him, it would be like, hey, I'm Brownie. He's like, hey, Tom, Tom Cruise. But he wouldn't say his name. Like, he didn't have to say his name. You know, and I found out today, I I was reading some article, he turned down the role of Iron Man. Wow. Yeah. He doesn't want to be that kind of superhero. Wow. He wanted to let the story, he said something about he wanted to let the story tell the story and he wanted to have more input on the films and the trajectory of the characters. So he's weird, but like, do you think he's a nice guy? I bet he's a great guy.
0: I bet he's probably a good guy. Too.
1: You see him like with he does these things with uh what's the guy from the late show, James, James Corden? Corden yeah. He does these things with him, like he put him up in a jet, he went skydiving. That. Listen, James Corden's not that good of an actor, yeah. Right, you know, they look like they had fun, and I've seen him on interviews. He seems like a good guy. He did that um he did that cameo in uh uh Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Because yes. he became, but he became friends with Ben Stiller because Ben Stiller used to do a Tom Cruise impersonation. Spank that ass, last. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But so, I mean, I feel like he's probably a good guy. But. Yeah, I, I just feel
0: like he's like really intense.
1: Oh, he's probably super intense. Uh, so, I mean, we're on a podcast. I probably shouldn't promote another podcast, but there's a uh, there's a podcast with uh, Justin Long, the kid from Dodgeball. Yep. And. He had Jake Johnson on, who they were on New Girl together that show, and Jake Johnson tells the story about how Tom Cruise recruited him for that mummy movie. Yep. And I'm telling you, go listen to that part of the the interview. I was crying laughing, because <laughs> yeah, Jake Johnson's a very funny guy. Is
0: Jake Johnson Nick
1: Miller? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And. He tells a story about how Tom Cruise like, come on, and he's like, Well, listen, Tom, that's really not my kind of action. I don't really do that. He's like, Come on, it'll be fine. And he's like, How do you say no to Tom Cruise? And he, he was like, and Tom Cruise knew that and he was <laughs> leveraging it. And it's just a hilarious story. Hilarious. Story. Check that out. Send that to me afterwards. Yeah, I will. All right. So what that was your number. What was your number one? I'm sorry. how do you get on that? Oh, drive-ins, right? Right, right. Nice. All right. So my number one is super specific. All right. Okay. So it's either at, so the golden hour, right? Either, yep. either the half hour before sunrise or the half hour before sunset, you know, that hour you have that golden moment there. Yep. So I like to be on a, my favorite thing about ever in the summer is doing this, being on a boat by myself at that time of day, chasing birds, fishing. Cause you see the birds, she so go over cast into them. Yeah. That's my favorite. You know, you got a little music going, you got some smoke, maybe a beer and just being out there by on the water by myself, which is horrible to say as a dad, but <laughs> that's great. to be out there at that time of day doing that super specific. I used to love that. I would, was love, my to, favorite thing.
0: I would love to go fishing with you.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's the best.
0: Um, don't have a
1: boat good, anymore, but
0: good podcast, man. The Rangers are in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know if you knew that or not.
1: So, Dude, I honestly, by the size of that document, I thought we were gonna be on here for like two and a half hours.
0: No, man. Sometimes you gotta grip it and rip it, but
1: we did a great job. We, we, we did a great fucking job. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's what I got, Brown. You have anything else for people at home? No, listen, just Listen, hold your loved ones. Give them an extra squeeze. Be nice to people. Take a moment to hold the door. You don't know what someone else is going through. If we have learned anything in the last month that life is precious, life is too short, make the most of it. Don't have regrets, but don't be a fucking donkey yep. is you know the biggest takeaway. Live your life like that glorious bastard Jerome McGinley, walking around smiling, always happy and nice, happy to see people, and just do you know what would what would what would, <laughs> what would Iggy do?
0: I appreciate that, Brian. Those are good words to live by. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. Hopefully, the New York Rangers will be going to the Stanley fucking Cup. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, take it easy. We'll talk soon. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>